Hey, what's up, everybody? Back again, another episode of Gladiator Cypher Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We got a fun show for you all lined up. But before we get there, just want to say, hey, what's going on, Ned? How you doing? Ain't nothing, dog. Everything's cool. Uh, <clears throat> just waking up. I took one of them unexpected uh, dead naps. So, you know, I'm here. You know what I mean? We rocking the, uh, the, 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 the Sanford. The oh, there Fox you go. Today, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> No, I like that, that one. That one's cool. That one's cool. I got my uh, little Uzi vert uh, with um, Scarlet oh. Witch, John, oh, little Uzi right. Vision hoodie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, for this episode, we're just going to cover Silk Sonic because personally, I feel like it was that good. Nip, how'd you like it? Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting on it, uh, mm-hmm. and they 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 didn't disappoint. No, the, uh, I got scared when. Uh, I got scared when Skate came out because mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't like Skate outside of the album. It's not. Mm-hmm. It don't hit right. Like I just don't. It don't have the same drink. But inside of the album, that's like it's been growing on me. But yeah, I I, I don't I don't think I have a, a skip. I mean, of course, it's a short album. Yeah. Um. So it's not really much you can skip on there. But I I thought it was a a, a good classic album. Like I. I I automatically that the first listen, I, I definitely gave it a five. Like I just, yeah, that's all I've been listening to since it came out. Yeah, it's definitely um a five for me too. I like the fact that it is short. You know, I put in extra filler if you don't need it. Right. Um, it felt like they really took their time with the songs, and like you were saying, skate. I actually like skate outside of it. Um, the album when I first heard it, but I like it even more during the sequencing of the album too. So. You know, I think each song's got its kind of own feel, but they also build on some of those, I guess, 70s vibes that they're kind of pulling from with a lot of the different uh, music and the melodies and the, the funk vibes that are in there. You even got Bootsy Collins um, narrating a lot of it, mm-hmm. which is dope. Uh, Snoop makes the appearance. Thundercat is on there, which I thought was dope. Um, his feature. Uh, I would say my... Favorite songs on there, of course, Leave the Door Open. And I had a 777. That's my joint, dog. Mm-hmm. 777 is my joint. 777 and uh and smoking out the window. Yeah, that was good. Go I ain't smoked a cigarette in about 10. I, I smoked me a cigarette <laughs> on that one, dog. I had, I had, I, or, or smoking out the road. When he, when he was on the stage, he had the cigarette. Something about when you're talking with a cigarette, you had with this. Yeah. Bit sickness. <laughs> it's something about that, cuz. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. heard you on that. The memes going crazy yeah. on that joint. Yeah, that's fine. The uh, the memes with the uh, talking about uh, Bruno Mars went from uh, from uh, I catch a grenade for you. I throw something away mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> <laughs> It wore off, it wore off on them. I guess it started, yeah, it started going yeah, on. I kind of yeah. like that song before that too. If you look, um, I think after last night, you know that's when they're in that infatuation phase. Oh, oh yeah. man, he took it home. It was fire. Then he, you yeah. know, a couple months later, he like, man, this, paying the rent, paying for trips. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot there, but it's definitely good to listen to. <laughs> and it's funny seeing him and that, like, cause you, you're right. When he came in, right? Not, I wouldn't say like squeaky clean, but definitely like, oh, you know, a, I'm on my Romeo real, shit, all that kind of stuff. Right. He was a real pop star. Like it was all neat and clean, and yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm getting a little bit more edge, which I think is nice. You know, kind of shows his um, uh, him growing as an artist, which is cool too. Because you don't want to see somebody stick in the same lane the whole whole time, which is neat. But yeah, this is definitely um a classic. Uh, for me, um, I appreciate too how they were borrowing from some of those past things. You know, like we mentioned the funk eras. This is definitely a funky project, yeah. and the instrumentation is just it's just all around great. I think one of the reasons I like, um, I think it it is seven 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 with the horns, right? Yeah, is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, one bro. of the reasons I like that one so much. Yeah, yeah. It's so dope, and it's cool seeing this project as opposed to. Some of the other ones, like a lot of, I guess, popular music. This, I mean, it's always been kind of this way. But if you listen to pop now, like what they're doing, okay, we find whatever classic R&B song, chop the chorus, flip the beat a little bit, and then we, we drop the, the single, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas back then, even on like the pop music, even on the singles and stuff like that, like there were so many layers of like instrumentation. The lyrics were good. Like people were really singing. Like they hit on a whole bunch of different factors that I feel like we kind of miss out on a lot of times uh, these days. Except for you know certain artists, they they definitely do their their best to give a good product. Uh, comes to mind like Jasmine Sullivan. She's she's doing a great job yeah, her with, with her music. Yeah. Um, a lot of people like um, definitely doing their thing. But I would say by far we're getting a lot of cookie cutter stuff you know and it's simple because they want something that's easy to play it's going to ring off in the bar or the club or something like that that you want something people can sing with but i, I like it when people kind of step out there but as you see here you can also kind of stick to a try and true method you know let's get the horns let's get this instrumentation going you know let's get that funk vibe and and write some good lyrics and really sing and play our different positions and you can come out with a good project. So I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Definitely a good listen. If you haven't heard it, um, strongly, strongly. What's your, uh, what's your rating on it? Five, five. Yeah, for oh, sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely got to cop this one if we're going based on our scale. Um, an evening with Silk Sonic. Uh, so, so, all right. So I saw something online and, uh, I thought it was um I thought they were going a little too deep, but I'll get your opinion on it. So they were talking about the same meme they were talking about he went from catch a blade for you or throw a grenade, whatever that song was mm-hmm. to this. And they were saying how the language the language is different when he's appealing to a different demographic. So there's always mm-hmm. been this this uh conversation about Bruno being like this, like artist that is taken from like uh the black black culture like almost mm-hmm. like uh the, that that whole culture vulture, yeah. uh joint how you feel about that when it comes to like bruno and the and black folks i don't know i kind of view bruno as like r&b the rock really like they're kind of ambiguous like you don't know exactly what they are right you know they had a different roles they'll slip into like this role a little bit more for this project for another project maybe they're giving more soul vibes maybe they're giving more funk vibes maybe more pop vibes with with different things um i don't necessarily hold that against them um music is a business of course so when he came out he's more of like a strict pop artist you know trying to appeal to the masses whereas lately here i feel like he's kind of getting a little bit deeper into like some of those funk roots and it seems to work you know they had that uh song 
Uptown Funk You Up, and it's just been up from there for him. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't really hold that, that against was, him too that much. That was him and uh, Mark Ronson, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you hear that every <laughs> – that's the white people go to. Any wedding, any event, it's like, Uptown Funk is like, ringing off. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, we see here, too, he can make, like, good quality music. I would say I would feel bad if, like, he didn't try as hard or do a good – of a job on projects catered more towards us than he did on like the larger audiences. But I feel like when he drops, he drops and is generally good. Like I haven't heard mm -hmm. a lot of Bruno misses uh, since he's released. So I don't really care. You know, people are going to have their opinions. It's always some sort of think piece or something. It's going to come out on somebody if, you know, maybe they have crossover appeal or they like to jump into different lanes at different points in their career. Um, I don't really hold it against them. What about you? Uh, no, I don't think I, because he did a few interviews where he was kind of saying like, oh, music is black music and all this mm -hmm. stuff. So I don't really <clears throat> take it like that. But I do like the fact that he, like he's taking that old sound, but he bought like, you don't get no, no more funky than Boosie. Yeah. So I think, you know what I mean? Him, him and them, both of them, I guess, incorporating um, Boosie into it. I'm, I'm sure like even from some of the songs, I know he had something to do with like. The uh the the bass lines and stuff in there like it just sounds like real like funketeerish and shit mm -hmm. and um I don't know and then I also like a lot of the songs to me sound like just based off of Anderson uh is it Pac or Pac I, I don't know how to say it Pac? is it one I, A or two I don't know. it's two but it's a period in there Anderson Pac I think it's Anderson yeah, Pac I say Pac, like two Pac. Pac Pac all right yeah Anderson Pac Pac whatever mm -hmm. I. But if you listen to his style of music, I'm pretty sure he wrote most of the songs on this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he wrote he wrote most of it. Because if you if you look, if you go back and listen to like uh a lot of his shit is, is you know what I mean, it's 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 got that same yeah, those same things. Not the same. I thought I think Bruno, I mean not I can't even say the instrumentation because you know uh pop impact, pop, whatever. Mm -hmm. He is a drummer, so like yeah, like it was this is the, it's a great combination with them two, but like uh I definitely think this the lyrics, a lot of the lyrics, especially on the joints when he's he talking crazy, like that smoking out the window. Mm -hmm. That's that's an Anderson Park wrote. Yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah. That's like, he wrote that <laughs> shit, bro. He he wrote that. I don't care what nobody said. They can put whatever they want to put in the credits. He mm -hmm. wrote that joint, man. Mm -hmm. he, he wrote that joint. So no, nah, yeah, I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't see it as a negative. I just it's music, it's entertainment, it's good music. Yeah, it's got that good stick to your rib shit. It's something that you can you can play. This is definitely going to be something that's going. Live for a while, something you could play back. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of them joints probably gonna be some cookout songs. Yeah, 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 for so, sure. Yeah, for it's sure. definitely it's definitely a joint. Mm -hmm. And even though it has a classic feel, it's not necessarily so dated. So like it's not something right. that's only gonna live in 2021 or you know, these couple of years, like maybe three years out, and then people stop playing it. Like it's classic music, so I feel like it will have some legs. Definitely we'll hear some at the cookout. Definitely, we'll probably have someone create a line dance to one or two of these oh, here yeah, soon, yeah, yeah. if not already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think seven 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 deserves a dance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That joint yeah. definitely deserves a dance. Yeah, that would be tough. That would be tough. All right, audience, y'all got to get on that, man. Get your aunties yeah. the setup. You know, come up with the steps. Put the the uh, example on YouTube. We're gonna stream it. You know, everybody learn to dance. We'll be out there. We need mm -hmm. a new cha cha slide or something. It's been a few. So, it's been yeah, a few yeah. years since it's a while. Been a little while since yeah, we, yeah. yeah. It's been a little while since we had a dance, so yeah, it's about that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it. That's our review of an evening with 
Silk Sonic. Glowing reviews all around. But that's been another episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast. Uh, you can follow us on pretty much all the social medias out there. Uh, be sure to also follow our uh, network, it's the Head Cannon Circus. You can find all sorts of podcasts on there, whether it's the N Word for Nerd podcast or also the um, the sports one, which is what's the name of the sports channel? No, Jake, the guy is for this shit. <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jay editing the, the sports uh, <laughs> section on here. But um, yeah, just tons of content for you, no matter what you like. We pretty much got you covered at Head Cannon Circus. So be sure to check it out. Um, and then also, we need those comments. We need those, you know, interactions in, in the comments down below so we can bring back the nip clackback segment. So if you think yeah. his headphones is wild, because he has some crazy takes, you know, was I off on something? Let us know in the comments below so we can interact and engage with you all. Uh, but other than that, we'll see y'all next week. Tune in. Yes, Peace. sir. Uh-